Today on the show, we talked about the dozens of tech leaders, including Elon Musk, who've signed a letter calling for artificial intelligence labs to stop developing these powerful AI systems. We invited Louis Vellante, professor of education, governance and policy analysis at Brock University, to join the conversation about this request and the need for the pause, as well as concerns around artificial intelligence. I started the conversation asking the professor about the attention-grabbing chat GPT AI and how available it is. Literally in the last couple of weeks, uh, there's been announcements from Google in terms of their AI platform, as well as Microsoft integrating it, integrating AI into their office suite. So it's going to be readily available on home computers in terms of uh, Microsoft Word and Excel. So, you know, it's, it's, it's definitely going to uh, be something that other tech companies are taking advantage of. Now, you'd think people like Elon Musk, for example, would be very much behind this type of AI. But, you know, leaders calling this, you know, uh, calling for a hold, at least for six months or so, citing profound risks to society and humanity. What is the problem? Why do they want this sort of tech being put on hold for now? Yeah, I mean, I can only really speak in terms of, you know, academic risks and the challenges it poses to school systems and and to higher education institutions. That's my primary concern is around things like academic integrity. Of course, then we have bigger issues to deal with in terms of, you know, how AI could be used uh, by different countries to sabotage um, companies, things of that nature, more nefarious purposes. When it comes to this artificial intelligence, you know, saying stop it, isn't that like trying to put the genie back in the bottle, though, at this point, Professor? I mean, it's going to be very hard to police that. Um, and then, of course, what it re- would require, which is almost impossible, is to get some sort of transnational, trans uh, cross national cooperation so that everybody is following the same set of rules and guidelines. And trying to do that is quite challenging. I mean, you don't need to think about AI. We could just think about trade agreements, the climate, um, policies around uh, COVID, et cetera, et cetera. It's very difficult to get, you know, five continents and more than uh, 200 countries to agree to these are the set principles we will abide by in terms of AI. Are you personally concerned about it? Do you think there should be some guidelines put in place here? Well, I absolutely think there should be some guidelines. And the problem with ChatGPT 3 and 4 is that it exploded onto the scene so quickly that, you know, universities and schools are now scrambling to try to develop some sort of coherent policy uh, in terms of academic integrity. And then as a consequence, how that could also impact the way we assess and evaluate students. So I'm very concerned about it. Um, I can tell you point blank that um, I've been able to see it even in work, my student work myself. I see basically students submitting an essay that looks quite uniform and formulaic. And when I run an analysis on it, it comes up as, you know, most likely generated by AI. Now the issue is, and just yesterday, an article came out from the University of Maryland, the Department of Computer Science. And what they basically found was that, you know, the check software that we have that's available to us um, is largely ineffective in spotting AI because now what you're seeing is students can also use the AI in addition to a paraphrasing tool. 
to sort of change it a little bit to evade AI. And then on the flip side, there's also evidence of false positives. And what that means is the tool that you're using to detect AI gave you an indication it was generated by AI, but it was a, a, a mistake. And then, of course, the consequences of that are severe. I mean, we need to be very, very careful in leveling an accusation to a student around plagiarism, you know, based on tools that may or may not be uh, entirely accurate. And I would err on the side of caution in all those instances. So, I mean, sometimes technology is great and sometimes maybe not so. So, you know, you're talking about AI being used to detect AI, to detect AI, you know, it just sort of seems like it would go on forever. To the larger extent, then, when you're looking at spying and different countries using AI, it could get pretty potentially dangerous, couldn't it? Totally outside of my realm of expertise, but I'm sure there's people there um, out there that are doing research in this area, particularly the folks in computer science and um, computer science departments that, you know, are exploring all of these different applications of the use of AI. But it's something we need to keep uh, an eye on. And frankly, it's it's come about once again so quickly Mm -hmm. that at least from an educational point of view, uh, it's largely caught us off guard. Fascinating conversation. Thanks so much for your time. Appreciate it. Thank you. Have a nice day. You too. Louis Vellante is a professor of education governance and policy analysis at Brock University and the president of the Canadian Society for the Study of Education.